Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Opremian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zant as we uh, preview what is week five, but ultimately uh, a bye week for the Miami Dolphins. So the good news, the Miami Dolphins uh, do not continue their losing streak, but they don't get a win either. Uh, but I think for Miami Dolphin fans, that's uh, refreshing, and I think everybody will take uh the breath and just uh kind of recap what went on for the last four weeks as it has not been pretty so uh we will discuss all of that and uh and a lot of news happening around the nfl as some interesting stuff went down um which we will talk about um first off uh uh the the, the firing of uh of gruden in washington so um the uh, uh the much anticipated uh, uh you know Gruden era has ended uh, 0 and 5 of course and uh and so um you know that that's something that that's been coming for quite some time and then they uh they finally pulled the trigger on that and so uh, Jay Gruden uh, gets the axe uh, there and then there was also some uh, some strange happenings around the games that went on. Uh, uh, one of the things, uh, Jason Garrett, as a, as the Dallas Cowboys uh, were basically upset by Green Bay uh, in their own building, and uh, Garrett gets uh, an unsportsmanlike uh, conduct uh, foul uh, flag for uh, arguing with the referee and then uh, ultimately throwing the flag. Uh, so we'll discuss that a little bit and, and, and what everybody's take is on that. And then um, there's uh, two undefeated teams left in football as the Kansas City Chiefs um, get upset very handily uh, at the hands of the Indianapolis Colts who played uh, really, really well. And um, you have to say that, uh, you know, certainly that was unexpected. And, and Patrick Mahomes uh, actually uh, got uh, injured in the game, so um, I don't know. Rich may have an update on that, but uh, you know, a pretty good ankle injury that he certainly was not the same uh, after that. And uh, you know, we'll see how that affects things uh, going. Uh, you know, going after that. Um, I mean, uh, you, you, there's two things I have to say. Uh, you know, the Indianapolis Colts. Um, you got to hand it to Jacoby Brissett because. You know, he, he basically they were stuck without a quarterback when Andrew Luck retired at the last minute, and uh, so to have him come in and, and and really play very well for this year, I think that's their third win of the year, and to go in there and upset them, place where the Chiefs uh, with the Colts season ended last year in the playoffs, um, that that's a pretty big deal, uh, and then uh, of course. Uh, you can't discount what Teddy Bridgewater has done, and if uh, you know if the Saints are able to do anything this year, uh, Drew Brees is going to owe that all to Teddy Bridgewater because uh, yeah, he he's getting better each week, and he had a you know an excellent game as the the Saints, who are a very good ball club. I mean, we know that um, you know we're are able to to keep themselves at the top until uh, Brees gets back. So you know that's an interesting thing. Now there's two undefeated teams left. Of course, it's the Patriots who um, you know, are starting to show some kinks in their armor. There's no doubt about that. And, and then, uh, But they're still undefeated, and you know, we'll all be happier once that loss is there. And then, of course, the 49ers, who will play tonight uh, against the, um, the uh, uh, Cleveland Browns, I believe. So um, well, it, that'll be interesting to see uh, you know, how that shapes up and uh, you know, how for real they actually are. But, um, you know, Rich, I, I would say that 
you know, the, well, the reports came out today, and then the one bright spot for the Miami Dolphins is that uh, the Miami Dolphins are, 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 are not the worst franchise in football. They were voted today that hands down uh, it's, uh, it's the Washington Redskins that are the worst-run organization in football over the past decade. And even during uh, the much-aligned Tannebaum era, um, uh, Bruce uh, Allen, uh, hands down, has been voted the worst uh, executive and uh, general manager. And I don't know if you've seen all the, the reports on that, but it dates back uh, even to Shanahan. I didn't realize he was there that long. But uh, all the errors and blunders that this, this guy has done, uh, right down to uh, – when the whole McNabb thing and how uh, how he fought with Shanahan and and, and wanted RG uh, RG three and uh, and basically it just is that he he has complete control there and every move that has been made has basically been Bruce Allen overriding everybody that's been there and he's gotten his way on everything and then uh, apparently uh, in, in an attempt to um, add you know salt to the wound. Uh, made Gruden report at 5 a.m. to the facility to embarrass him uh, in the firing. So that, that's an organization that I think is more toxic uh, than, than even what's going on in South Florida, uh, if that's possible. So I guess we start there, Rich. Um, you know, and, you know, I, I, I should add, too, isn't it funny, though, how it's always related to the though. Dolphins because yeah. – yeah, yeah. And, and, and what happens when you get a new coach, you know? Generally, you have a boost, at least for a week or two. And so we won't even get the bad, you know, we're going to get a revamped Redskin team coming down there. So maybe, you know, we look and try to find the win on the schedule. This was one that we thought maybe has a chance, but now even this has a curveball to it. Who knows? Yeah, I know. It's amazing. It's always us that has to take the breath of this, you know? It's amazing. Always. They, when, they were, when they were only losing 9-7 in the third, I turned it off. Because I said, I'm not going to get aggravated. I know what's going to happen here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you uh, know that was a mirage. Yeah. You, you know what was going to happen, you know? No, yeah, they, you know. Was... They blow them out. From the third quarter on, like it's just, right, right. Again, it's it's you know it's the game that you're watching, and and you always tell me I always fall for the same movie I watch all the time, and you know, yeah. and, I, and there was a point where I was like, oh, Colt McCoy, huh? Maybe I'm off on this, and then he throws the big interception, and then and then yeah. bang, the waterfall happens, and you're right, it goes from a nine-seven game to an absolute abomination in the fourth quarter, yeah, 30, and it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah. I know. yeah. <laughs> You know, and, and once again, I'm guilty of falling into the trap. I said, I could this be? Could this be? Yeah. And I give you credit for that. And I started laughing. I swear to God, I'm like, say, this is why I got rid of it. This is why. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I must say, though, I did watch that Indianapolis game start to finish. And, uh, you know, you just you had a feeling um, – the Colts are a pretty good team, Rich, uh, in the sense of this. That offensive, that offensive line, boy, I, you know, all the talk about the offensive line, that offensive line dominated yesterday. Dominated. They have a good offensive line. Last year, that kid that they drafted last year from Notre Dame changed the whole culture of that offensive line. And that, that guy is yeah. a stud. Where did they stud. draft him? Notre Dame. How high? Oh, high. It was first round. So. Yeah. Well, well, okay. Well, you know, you know why I'm asking you that because you know uh, we both kind of agree, but you especially are really big that you don't draft an offensive lineman that high. Um, what What do you feel on that? I mean, is is that something that you maybe reconsider when you see something well, like this? Well, or think, think about it, dude. They they had the quarterback per se, right? They had luck. Mm-hmm. They had yeah. the running back. They had skill position guys. They have T.Y. Hill. Right. So that's their weakness was offensive line. So in that situation, right. you didn't do that. You know, you don't do it when you have nothing else. That's what flips me out. Right. I, I don't mind drafting a lineman high when you have the skill positions. But when, like our organization, when you have those skill positions and you keep doing the same thing, that you draft nobody that can score a point, that drives me crazy. But Rich, let me let let me interrupt you there though for a second because to be quite honest with you, there were times when the Miami Dolphins had Ryan Tannehill in his prime, okay, and they had 
Jai and, and whatever, you know, or, or um, you know, Lamar Miller or what, you know, they've had some decent backs, and they certainly had their fair, you know, of, of receivers at that time. And then they still went, you know, uh, even up to, you know, the Tunsil picks, and uh, there was a couple before Juwani J. I mean, there was a couple first-round picks there um, that you were, like, living, and they did have that, well, those, that core that you're speaking Albert of. At that time, when they took Tunsil, they had Brandon Albert, and they, they drafted positions that they have guys they want to replace. It's like makes no sense. They have more holes than Swiss cheese. We haven't drafted a playmaker linebacker in a, in a decade. You know what I'm saying? And they keep drafting the same guys over and over again. You can't build like that. And that's what Tannenbaum was known for. Defensive linemen and quarterbacks. Every year. You know? And they stink. That's the best part about it. Well, yeah, I mean, I, but, but but you're kind of going astray. I'm talking about the offensive linemen that they drafted, and there was there was a yeah, bunch of them. I mean, they didn't have to take Tunzel there. That, that, I think that was, you know, look, we 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 came out smelling like a rose because of two first round picks, but at that time we had Brandon Albert as our left tackle, so you, you didn't have to make that move at that point. Right, but but if you know you still it's the position I'm really talking about though, right? I mean, um, it, you know, I'm I'm basically saying that like if you're gonna make you know if you have that key, which I think the Dolphins did on on more than one occasion. So if they're if they're gonna do that, you know they're. You know, it kind of goes against what you're saying. Now, this kid from Notre Dame may obviously have been. You know the uh, uh, you know the guy that turned everything around. Not saying that per se, but um, you know, I mean, there's been there's been plenty of time. Like like 2016, that was a pretty good team, and the Dolphins certainly had all those guys in place. I'm not really sure. I understand that Tunzel was a tackle, and that you know, and then, and then you moved him to guard, and and that whole thing. But you know, uh, uh, he certainly was the kind of player that could be. A mainstay, and don't forget, in fourteen you drafted Jawani James as your first pick, right? And they were stacked yeah. then at those key positions, and and Tannehill was in his prime then, so you had the big three, and and you had Landry, Tannehill, and and Ajayi, and and uh, and I think uh, you know was it, I'm not exactly sure who the other running back was at that time, but certainly you had those guys in place, and you weren't happy with that. You know, and so I guess that's that's my point. You can get a good if you know what you're doing. You can find an offensive lineman middle of the draft. You don't have to find them in the first round. I mean, this kid from Notre Dame is a once of a decade guy. You know, the guys don't like show up like that. You don't have to waste a first round pick on an offensive lineman, especially like when your team's not that good. That's my point. You know, you got to get skill positions first, and like I don't think your skill positions were ever good enough. There's no reason you couldn't duplicate skill positions. They were duplicating non-scoring positions all the time. Fair enough. Now, if you look at uh, the the happenings of the league yesterday, it's still very hard to get a, a read on this league. But one thing you can tell very clearly is there's just some very, very, very bad teams. The Miami Dolphins, they're not alone. And the fact that everybody already has them penciled in to this first pick and they already have two of suiting up, you know, and my point is there's a lot of competition for this. Yeah, I mean, the Jets in Washington right off the bat, you know. The, you know uh, yeah. You know, Arizona's pretty bad. The Bengals? You know, that's another bad team. Well, Arizona, Arizona I think is going to get better. Arizona's going to get better. Kyler Murray obviously had a good game. They won that game. He's starting to, you know, to come out of you. So I have a feeling they're going to win some games. Yeah, it is. I'm not saying that. I'm not, listen, not saying they're going to win the division, Rich. I'm saying I think they're going to be out of that first pick spot is what I'm saying. But, you know, the Bengals seem like they're going in the other direction. So that's another team, you know. Um, you know, there, there's a few of them. There, there really are. I mean, it's, it's a – it's a league that is now um, for sure filled up Tennessee's, with with bad. Pretty frightening too. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't see them getting the first pick. I, I don't really see that. You see they Tennessee? They're pretty bad. You know. I understand they got. I think they have two wins, Rich. I think they have two wins already, and uh, and they did win that division last year, did they not? Yeah, they're pretty rough, dude. I At think least they only have one. If they, if, I think they only got one. 
Uh, I, I'm pretty sure you're wrong on that, but either way, I, I, you know, they did win the division. They were a playoff team last year. They're not going to be the first pick of the draft. I'll bet the house on that. There's no way they're going to be the first pick of the draft. They're in the top five. But there, there are, the, the, you know, the, the, the teams that we mentioned, though, um, certainly will. Uh, you know, Arizona, I think. I mean, uh, uh, Atlanta only has one win, too. But, you know, I don't see them as the first pick. But Washington certainly going to be in that running, like we said. Cincinnati, we'll see what the Jets do when they come back with uh, – you know, with their quarterback, you know, that might give them somewhat of a boost. I don't know how much of a boost, you know, but it's a strange thing. Now let's look at the, I would would contract model for the rest of the year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see what, I mean, they're on their third string quarterback right now, right? They're playing with their third string. Now, uh, Sam Darnold played all these games. How many wins do they have? Do they have any? Maybe not. I don't know. I don't think they'd beat anybody. They're pretty bad overall. It's not just the quarterback. You know? They are. They're they are. And they well, got a lot of problems. They're pretty bad. I, well, who's their head you, coach? You blame, yeah, you're putting it all on Gates? I'm putting a lot on him. They look like the New York Dolphins. Yeah, and, and also, let me tell you, uh, time to take a step back. And I've said this all along, and, and I know you like the kid, but you've even said it too. Um, you know, let's, let's hold off on the Daniel Jones. Exp- I mean, yeah, he looks like he could be a nice quarterback, but please, you know, the Giants are, are going to be another team too that's going to be fighting for four or five wins at the end of this year. Oh, we know that, yeah, you know. Let's, let's, put, let's put the brakes on a little bit. Last I checked, Daniel Jones is not Dan Marino. And, yeah, he, you know, they made their change. They threw, they threw a two-time quarterback that won two, two Super Bowl MVPs for them under the rug. Uh, you know, like uh, they couldn't wait to get him out. And, and yeah, obviously there is a change there, and this kid might turn out to be a nice quarterback. I'm not saying that. But let's just pump yeah. the brakes a little bit, Right. Um, and, and, you know, the Dolphins' schedule, um, it's a very tough schedule this year. We've said that. It's a very tough schedule. So uh, wins are going to be very hard to come by, especially. And whether or not, you know, they're going to be able to, uh, to actually get that win or what, uh, we'll see. But um, my barometer, which I told you last week, was San Diego, and I was <laughs> very surprised at the effort there. So uh, you got Washington at home in two Who's weeks. Um, you know, do we play Cincinnati this year? Uh, I know we play Cleveland, and then yeah, we do play the Bengals. We do. I think it's late in the year, but yeah, I think we do, Rich, because we play Cleveland and we play Pittsburgh. So yeah, I think we do play Cincinnati. That so we play the Ravens around, yeah. obviously. So play the whole division. Yeah. We, yeah, we we, we play the whole division. Two other bad teams, the Broncos and the uh, yes. and the Falcons, which is the Falcons have to be the most disappointing team in the league, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I, I don't, I didn't realize that they would be this bad. I think they didn't they start off strong too. Didn't yeah, they well, start they off like right. looking pretty good opening day? Wasn't it opening yeah, day? I think, yeah, I think they won opening day. You think you're right? They lost four yeah. in a row, but they didn't get they get beat up. They're not even in the game, you know? Yeah. No, uh, it is strange. Yeah, but you know we we've said it. I've said it. Especially, I don't think you recover from a Super Bowl loss like that. I still stick to that. I really don't think you can. Um, But uh, you know, there is talent there. There is talent, but it's just it's it's uh, you can see the ship turning hard. You know, it's going now. Well, does that mean, you know, the Quinn regime ends, or do they revamp with Quinn? I don't know. That's the big question, you know, uh, and I don't know which direction that they go when it comes to that. You know, it could go either way. So, I don't know. Yeah, you think he, well, if he goes, that's going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of a lot of big-name well, coaches going to be gonna coming down. Double, they're going to lose double digits. So, you're going to tell me they keep him after this? I don't think they do. The team's a mess. Well, there's, you know? there's going to be a lot of Super Bowl quarterback, uh, Super Bowl coaches that are going to be coming on uh, available uh, because Quinn obviously is one of them, and, you know, you think he might go. We'll see what happens with Ron Rivera. 
you know, and the Panthers, they, you know, they, that, that could go either way. But that seems like it's kind of getting to the stretch run there. Well, they, uh, so they we'll see what happens. That. They did. So yeah, is that enough to keep his job? Row, so. Yeah. So I think maybe he's yeah. saving his we'll job see. right now, you know? Well, it's a long season. It's a long season. Oh, you, yeah. you know, you might be right. Um, you know, I guess we'll 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 see. Uh, but uh, you know, I mean, th- these are all things that could change in a hurry, which we know because we've seen it many many times. So um, you know, I guess we'll just uh, see how that shakes out. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll uh, be coming back and look at some of the dolphin uh, news throughout the week. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant, as we recap the Miami Dolphins bye week. So, uh, you know, we get a little bit of a reprieve, I guess you'd say, from uh, uh, the, the, the last four weeks, which have just been painful. Um, and uh, just a reminder, you can send us any questions, comments, Pacatello Show at yahoo.com, and uh, we'll, we'll get to some of them and we'll start reading some of them over the air again. Um, so, Rich, you know, What's the you know what's the mindset when you know you you have like your your break now and you know I understand the the whole rebuilding and the, and the nonsense and, and 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 all the the spin that the Dolphins regime tries to give here but in all honesty um, you you look at uh, you're playing the Redskins next. and then I think you're at Buffalo at Pittsburgh and the Jets okay so. This four-game stretch that's coming up is certainly a lot easier in the sense it's a little softer than the first four. 
I mean, do you look at that as a way to get the ball rolling correctly and maybe get a win or two? I don't think so. No. I, I think they're that bad. I don't know if this team can play a complete game. I, you know, it, it, they have enough time getting at the field goal range. I mean, to win a game, you're going to have to score in the 20s. Are they capable of this? They haven't scored 20 points in total yet, have they? No. It, 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 like, listen, they were off last week. They were off. And they still yeah. hold the record by a long shot. We're not even playing. Counting all the week five games that yeah, played. It's They're brutal. still I mean, like the worst by yeah. far. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, as far as that goes, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's. You know, you know, look, but I know there's other bad teams, but are they in this inept? I don't know. I don't think they are. I, we're really yeah, inept. I don't know if there any other any other team is this, the roster is this depleted, you know? I don't think they are. I'd like yeah, to see us I mean, the Jets once. It would, be, it would be nice, but I don't know. Are the Jets yeah. as bad as us player to player? I don't know that. You know, the Jets are, tr- the Jets are trying to win. We weren't, you know? It's a right. totally different situation, I mean, this- you know? Yeah, and that's part of my point. Like, if you, what's the dolphin thinking? Is my point going into like what's, what's the thinking? Is yeah, yeah, probably right. Isn't that what it is? You probably Isn't that right. what it always yeah. Is? No, no, it is. It is. Yeah. No, you're right. How far down does that go? And what's what's Flores' thought process? I don't know that Pat. I, is the man just happy he has a job and? You know, he knows he's got three so. years. I, I don't think he's so. got a three-year plan, and you know, he thinks he's doing the right thing here. I don't know. I mean, the the, yeah. the, the, the dismantling started before he was even in the conversation. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he's a hundred percent on board with this. I mean, not a whole lot you can blame on him at this point. You know? No, no, he's not doing. I just don't like. He's doing. I think the big mistake they made is what they did at the end of the training camp with the fifteen switches. Yeah. I think that that well, made it's really hard on him. Would expect. Certainly not on him to do something like yeah, that. You know? I think that that made us from a bad team to an expansion team, I think. You know? Yeah. Well, what, for the sake, I mean, uh, uh, of the talent that went there or just because it's all new people? Kind of I think just congealing. new people, all your depth is gone. I think people who, new people who got cut probably were disheartened about it, you know? You got, you're with these people mm-hmm. all training camp, they make the team and then they just throw them to the curb, you know? I don't think it's a good thing for morale. You know, no, it's not. I, I, think it was a, I think it was a big mistake, to tell you the truth. Yeah, and it's certainly hard for him, without a doubt. Like that, that I mean, to have your your roster like change that soon to opening day, you know, is, is obviously. You change the roster, and five days challenge. later, you're in a game, and these guys don't even know the system. You know. Right. Right. Now we're getting, I guess. To the point where, uh, you know, that that's kind of settling itself, if you will. So, you know, uh, you know, you would think that now the Josh Rosen era has begun. He's settling in there. The personnel, you know, is getting a little bit more coexisting. This is why I was so surprised at the effort in the San Diego game. I thought it was terrible. I really did. I mean, I, I, I really... Hey, listen, I went out on a limb. I thought that was a game that they had a chance to be co- competing for in the fourth quarter is what I think I said. I'm not saying they were going to yeah. win the game, but I thought that they were going to be within a touchdown, 10 points at the most, you know, with the ball, basically, in the fourth quarter. They really were nowhere near that. Um, and, and so, you know, and I don't know that they're that good, San Diego. They're okay. But, uh, no, they're not that you know, good. Uh, they're not that good. So, I mean, you got to. They're better than we are, but they're not that good. Oh, they're much better than we are, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, and like you said, I mean, I guess if I look around, the, the, the Jets with a healthy Sam Darnold are, are, are certainly much better on paper than the Miami Dolphins right now. No doubt about that. Uh, the Washington Redskins, <laughs> you know, I can make an argument there. I mean, you know, like you said, 9-7 against the Patriots. They, they had their moments there. Um, you know, I don't know if we would have played that strong there. So, I don't know. That's the team that comes to mind in, in competition-wise, you know. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, mean, it just, I don't know that you had to get to this point. I think you could have done this and still keep enough people on the roster to save face. That's my point. 
this can't be they this can't be a real plan. This is this is cross cutting. Make as much money as we can, plan. You're not telling me this is a well thought out deal. You know, I'm not buying it. Yeah. No, I kind of side with you on this too. I mean, just because you got rid of of whatever star young talent star players that you had um, and got first round picks for them, you know that, that that's not a plan per se. You know what I mean? No, it's not a plan. I mean, uh, you argued with me. I told you they would get a first-round pick for Minka Fitzpatrick. You said I was crazy, and you, you went off on me. And then, of course, they did. Now, there's two ways of looking at that, okay? The reason they did is because Minka Fitzpatrick is a good first-round talent. And he might turn out to be something, but he's certainly talent. You know, so to just get rid of him, you drafted him last year. So, you know, you yep. got to make a pick that's so much better than that. In order to keep the train moving, you know what I mean? Like to get it that much ahead from where you were. Well, Laramie Townsell, you know, he, he was a first-round offensive lineman. He's playing for a playoff team, starting. You know, he, you know, he's a good offensive lineman. So in order for you to right. make this transition, you need to make a pick that's two, three better than Laramie Townsell. You know, like you have to really make an extraordinary mark at these picks that they had. But is the whole other plan thought out? And I think that's what you're saying. And I kind of agree with you. I don't know that it is because there's a lot more than just rounding up a couple first-round picks over the next few years, you know? Look at how Dickerson's trade worked out, right? Yeah, absolutely. The, the way you know, that's what we haven't brought up. Did nothing with right. Nothing. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a good point. Everybody talks about Herschel Walker. You know, Dickerson, they got a lot of picks there, and they weren't able to really do much with that. And, and, uh, nothing. They didn't get, one, they nothing, didn't get right? one good player out of that. Is that right? Like, you know that? Yeah, they, they, didn't get, they, they didn't get one impact player out of that. They were all busts. They had, like, I think it was, like, three or four first-round picks for that deal back in the well, day. But, but, but they were they were pretty good in the, in the late 80s, though, and that was nothing to do with Dickerson? No, their picks were all busts. They were bad. There you go. Anybody up to the stash alley with that. Because the Jim Everett, like, regime, it kind of went into the, like, the 88 and that, right? They were pretty good then, right? Yeah, well, what did Dickerson came up in 84? When did they trade him? Not he came 90s, in 83. Right? He, came, he came in 83, and, uh, right. and he certainly played in that 85 Bears playoff game. Uh, but I kind of remember him being on the Colts in like eighty seven, eighty eight. It was that early, huh? I think so. I kind of remember that being uh, somewhere in that range. That's yeah. why I'm saying, are you sure? Are you sure? None yeah, of those. No, uh, they, they didn't get anybody good for him, and they they never capitalized on that. Everybody was killing him on that, you know. Stand. So they were saying, oh, this right. team's going to be good for for a long time, you know, with these picks. Didn't work out, and you know the, the Vikings. I mean, the, the Cowboys. You know, did great with Herschel Walker, but you know, the Vikings got you know didn't do anything with Walker, so that worked out the other way. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, like you say, it's all it's only as good as who you take, and 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 it also has a lot to do with you know who you draft. Like that Deion Jordan draft. It's a pretty yeah. lousy draft, you know? So everybody like harps on that and then moving on. But from what I remember, like that whole draft was pretty lackluster. You know, yeah, so bad. like if you catch yeah. a couple of them, you know, like, you know, the timing of that could be awful, you know? And I don't know what's coming out in the next two years, three years. But you would need it to be an extremely strong draft class for the Dolphins to make, you know, an impact. Right? I mean, that's what I would think. You know, Especially they, they at the positions make, that you say they yeah, need. They, they got to draft a quarterback in there. And do you have faith with this regime making the right choice there? Well, not only do I have faith, but I have been. I watched all like the pregame and stuff like that, and it's so funny how I don't know if you realize it's already an assumed notion that Tua is a Miami Dolphin. I, I mean, they're, they're talking about it like it already happened, which is kind of ridiculous. You're in week five. First of all, you don't even know if they're going to get the pick. 
then as they get it, there's no guarantee that he's going to be, you know, like it, it is kind of ridiculous, but they have already have it. I mean, I, I heard them go through like first things and, and it was an immediate like, all right, so the Dolphins already have two. So let's like, really? Like, really? I don't know. This just seems like baloney, you know? It seems like they're just a normal, uh, you know, malarkey that, that goes on when you so, – you know, it, 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 I relate it to the same newsletters and the Dolphin Wire and Leach Report and all this nonsense that comes out on a biweekly basis, you know, where, which is so yeah. ridiculous. Like, the, the Dolphins choose the cornerback from Notre Dame in the second round of the 2021 draft. What? Like, what? Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. This guy in the mock draft of 20, like, what? What? It's nonsensical. You know, like, it's almost, it's tabloids. I understand that they need to sell pub, whatever you would call it. They're not publications anymore, but online, whatever. The advertising, subscriptions, you know, and yeah. they have to come up with some kind of a story, you know, on, on a almost a daily basis. So they report just nonsensical stuff to make headlines. But, I mean, it, it really is nonsensical. Yeah, it's bad. It really is. And, you know, crazy. There's, they're talking about some quarterback now out west. I think he's like New Mexico State or something like that, you know? And he doesn't okay. play in a good division. But he's got all the tools of a like how you build a quarterback if you're starting from scratch, you know? Big, strong, big arm, right. you know? But the, I read okay. the bottom. He may need two or three years of toolage before he can play. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know the spot. <laughs> if anybody's got the toolage, yeah. it's up. Send <laughs> uh, him down. We'll, we'll yeah. get him going on the right track. <laughs> we uh, have such yeah. a track record of doing that, right? Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. I'm ready to play wide receiver in college, you know? Yeah, I was just going to say, is there any team, any team that's ever been better at taking somebody at their position in a high pick and changing their position? And changing it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you know, you're an average quarterback, so we're going to make you a bad receiver. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's 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 really unbelievable how, how they, they – and they it's not even like a project that they're going to play around with. Like, they take these guys in the first and second rounds. Yeah. And they don't, they don't say you want to play that position. They go, this is what you're doing. You know, they don't even. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They've so done it at least five times. At least five times yeah. I can think of. They've done it with linemen. They did it with that corner. They've done it with receivers. They've done it with uh, defensive ends to turn it to line. I mean, it's, it's really it, 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 it's bizarre. Uh, it really is. But, you know, this is where the new regime will show its colors. And Flores and that, you know, when, when they get these picks, we'll see what they, they can do, you know. And, and um, it's going to be interesting to see. Like, like what's your I, – I understand that they dilapidated a lot of the talent, but what have you seen from Chad O'Shea that puts a smile on your face as the offensive coordinator? <laughs> when they say the Dolphins, the Dolphins, the Dolphins release Chad O'Shea as offensive coordinator. <laughs> I'll put a smile on my face. All right, hey, you know the right how do you know these guys are any good for three years? Any of them, though, right? I mean, how do you judge these guys? These guys got these guys have a lottery ticket for two, three years. You know, everybody's got the pass, huh? Yeah, I guess you're probably yeah. right. Uh, yeah. Oh, All right, we'll be right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, this is Larry Little, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. 
Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Miami Dolphins Legends Show, Pacatello, Rich Van Zandt. We come to the home stretch of the bye week. And uh, like I said, you know, it, it's the kind of season which is you should almost get a paycheck this year, everybody. You know, Rich, I mean, it, just to be a Dolphin fan is, is, is really a, a task that is uh, very difficult. Uh, just imagine, like, you know, how can you go into a 95-degree stadium Dressed as 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 a, a mascot in this kind of regime, it's gotta be trying, right? <laughs> Dress, I mean, how about dressed as a sweaty gorilla? <laughs> a sweaty gorilla. Anybody in mind? <laughs> yeah, oh, I boy. would think. I wouldn't wear that thing. Imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine ninety degrees. You got that thing on? Imagine how miserable that's gotta be. Well, that's what I was kind of thinking when I said that. Yeah, that's a, you know exactly yeah. what I was referring to. Yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, I listen. I couldn't imagine doing it for a half an hour. Uh, no, know, on, on a, in the Super Bowl. But yeah, I mean, uh, literally, it's just the best part. It's like a hundred rubber inside. That rubber on your face when you yeah. sweat is disgusting. It, it's it's beyond belief. No, I, I I you know yeah. I don't know how these people could go to these games because you, you know. Obviously, yeah. the people running the team don't care if they win, so why would you, you know? No, no absolutely. You know, they you know, they care about who's going to do the halftime. Like, I, I would imagine yeah. the amount of man hours and stuff that went into and I know the NFL, I think, picks it, but you know there were certainly people in the Miami committee that were on that and had the two cents. But just, the, you know, the, the, the J-Lo decision and all that, I mean, there were so, so many people that spent so many man hours and time on that, you know, above or, you know, the product on the field for this actual Dolphin team. And you're right. I mean, getting the Super Bowl, in their eyes, getting the Super Bowl, landing the Super Bowl is the equivalent to making the Super Bowl. Probably it's better. Like, better, probably better. Like, like, you know what? I, I, that's a good question because if you pinned Ross in a quarter and you said, listen, you're going to get the 2020 Super Bowl or – you're going to skip that, and the Dolphins are going to make the Super Bowl, but it's going to be played in Indianapolis. Which one you choose? I can tell you right now. I won't for sure say what he's going to take, but I know he's not going to shoot out an answer. It's going to have a long thought process to it. I guarantee you that. Oh, yeah. No question. It wouldn't, no it wouldn't question, be a right? standard decision. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's, you yeah. know, it wouldn't be a it's so obvious what's going on decision. down there. It's yeah. It, you know, I don't know who he thinks he's fooling. You know. Yeah, yeah. And like, like you said, said, it wouldn't be. You, a you're not right. You can't you can't bring it down to expansion level. 
and think that like in two years you're going to be in the playoffs. It's, it's like, that's yeah. next to impossible. You know? It's, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, I think that, you know, expansion teams, when they start out as expansion teams, they have such a rejuvenation in there. They expect to have, you know, low talent, low wins at the beginning, and, and they're able to do that and turn it around relatively quick. Expansion teams also, of recent times. They go in a way to give them extra draft picks also. Yeah. Well, we, well, we have the picks, but we have the picks, though. So if you no, want no, to I say like you're expensive. No, but they give them more late, too. You know what I'm saying? They give them supplemental ones late. They give them a lot. You know what I'm saying? And they get to pick, yeah. you know, they have the extension roster where they get to pick, you know, veterans from other teams, too. Right. Well, like I was saying, I, I mean, I just think it gets to a certain point where it's a point of no return. And that's what I'm concerned with. I think it gets to a certain point where, you know, this regime will not be able to pull you out of it, you know? You got, you got this year. You can win one game. You can even win no games, maybe. You know, but if you, if you continue, you know, you're not going to turn the ship around. You, I just don't think you are, you know. But they're still, they're still certainly in that gray area. You know, if they make the right picks, they can turn this around and, and we'll see. You know, Flores will get his shot to do that. But, you know, I, 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 if you look at the dismantling, I, my point is I just think they've dismantled a little bit more than they needed to. And that does not oh, include no any of the guys yeah, that no got the first round pick. Every first round pick. Yeah, you should have. Yeah, every first round pick. Yeah, every first round pick trade that you made, fine. But there were so many other ones, you know. Uh, and, 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 you know, I just yeah, – that would have contributed to maybe winning a little bit or the mentality. But – and again, it comes down to I don't think you can, can tank wins in order to get – First pick. That doesn't really work, per se. I don't think no. it does. No. You know. You're right. But we'll we'll see. You know. We'll see how that comes. Now, a um, couple things I, I noticed. Um, Adam Vinatieri seemed like he's gotten back to form. I don't know what was going on there, but uh, he had he had a big game. He had three key field goals, and uh, um, so whatever went on for the first couple weeks there. Seems like it worked itself out. And you said it, it was uh, something like a personal thing or something. Yeah, so there was some personal uh, things going on, and you know, I, I think you know he was overreacting to like you know the, the misses, you know. So who knows? Well, you know, who knows? He's he a veteran, you know. Yeah, that was. Yeah, he looks like he straightened himself veteran, out. He's, yeah, veteran. He's, he's arguably the greatest kicker to ever play the game. And he's you know, forty six years old now. Yeah, oldest player in football, they said. And he was yes. going to the facility to retire. And my point is uh, had a, a fantastic game against the Chiefs. And was yeah, a big part of them did. winning that game. You know, so he, he turned that around, um, for sure. Uh you know, there's the the, the Pittsburgh Steelers did you see that game? Uh, you know, I, I keep an interest in that because obviously the Dolphins have the Steelers pick now, you know. And, uh, yep. you know, they, they, they had the Ravens kind of beat until that fluke interception fumble, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I guess there's a fumble. And then uh, and then they wound up getting that, right? And Tucker, another guy who has a fantastic game, banging two of them, you know, so Justin Tucker and, and, and the Steelers wind up losing that game. Um, so that, that's a big thing when you look at it in the sense of, you know, the Dolphins are going to get that pick. How high will it be? Will it be top ten? I think there's a good chance it will be. Yeah, it's going to be top five, I would think. Top five, I don't know about. I don't know if they're that bad. I mean, they played the Ravens pretty well. They played the Ravens pretty well. They, their quarterback got knocked out of the game. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it'll be top five. I mean, we named we – named, Five teams, you know, that could certainly be ahead of that. But top ten, I think, is a good bet. Top ten, certainly a good bet. So, you know, uh, we'll see. Uh, well, what else around the league? I mean, when you look at it, Buffalo's playing really well, right? I mean, Buffalo seems like, you know, they're they're pretty tight. 
Um, yeah, I mean, you know, they're not. A div- I don't think they they're going to challenge for the division, but they're you know they definitely no. get, have a shot at the playoff. You know, with, with the yeah, way this just wrapped around. Um, yeah, that's the way I see that too. I really don't see them competing for for the New England. They're, they're just not going to. No. They're just not winning that division. And I, I, we know that. No chance. There's no way no. they're doing that. Yeah. No. There's no way they're doing that. Um, have you? Uh, have you taken note at all of like the Texans and how like they've been playing? I mean, I know they have Tunzel and they have a couple other guys. And um, no, I haven't. I haven't really been watching them. I haven't watched them really much at all. Play the truth. I mean, I, I, and I know they, they played pretty well yesterday, but I have not watched them. Yeah, I think they're three and two there. How surprised were you at the Dallas Cowboys losing at home to Green Bay? And how good do you think Green Bay actually is? Don't think they're that good. I think Dallas hasn't played well since they played us. I think Dallas looks like they're in a fog or something. You know, I don't think they get Elliott involved the, enough. How good is the 49er undefeated team that we're going to watch in a couple hours? And actually starting now, so we're going to watch it. Not that great. I don't think they're that special. You know, Saints they're the best team in the NFC with, by far. They're definitely they're definitely a better team with Galarfalo in there. Than their other clowns, but you know, I'm not a big 49er guy. I don't think they're that great. You know, though they would get exposed in the playoffs. But you know, they have a shot at that division. That division's not that good. Things between them and Seattle. You know, really. Seattle, New Orleans, Green Bay, and the Dallas Cowboys. That pretty much sum up the top four. You think? Yeah, I would go that way. How good are the Saints? You know they need Breeze back, obviously, to be an elite team. You know they're not gonna they're not gonna uh, go deep in the playoffs with Teddy Bridgewater. Um, they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of speed. I mean, you see Ginn yesterday, by the way, our, our bust of a draft pick from 14 years ago, <laughs> still yeah. still scoring 50 yard touchdown passes. Right, I know. Uh, I'd like to know who these people are that those think uh, that 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 bust quarterback. What's what was his name again? <laughs> Who? What was How, that quarterback's name? <laughs> Too funny, isn't it? Who, who are you talking about? What, what, what are you talking about? Quarterback. Who quarterback? Yeah. Notre Dame. Uh, um, Brady Quinn? Brady Quinn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's hilarious. This guy's been out of football, like, you know, longer than companies have been in business. And they say they still say, talk about Ted Ginn being a bust. Can the Kansas City Chiefs overthrow the New England Patriots finally? Are they, are they good enough to do it? I know Mahomes. You know, hurt. I, I, I was thinking yesterday after Mahomes threw that sidearm unbelievable touchdown pass, and then he gets hurt, and they don't like crap. So, you know, who knows? Yeah, he, you know? he got hurt, though. You know, I mean, you could see how hard he was. I understand that. I, I mean, know what I mean, happened, but you know? is this what we got to look at again? You know? I know. I know. I think they're the only team that the can. Same think you might be right. I mean, I, I look through it, you know, and I, I wishful thinking and stuff like that, but in all honesty, though, I don't, you, you, I, saw the movie I, you know, unless you get, I did. I mean, unless you get like a Baltimore Ravens team or a Texans team that's able to upset them before the championship game, which I guess is somewhat possible. I really don't see anybody dethroning them other than the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's, it's almost no. got to be in the perfect setting. And, and you know damn well, if they lose a couple more games, so Mahomes is hurt, they lose like three or four games, and the Patriots win, you know, only lose three, guess what happens? they got to go to Foxborough, and Andy Reid lays another right. egg. You've seen it before. You know what's going to happen, you know? And you're saying that uh, Patriots are losing three games. I'd like to see where they are and when they're happening because this team's still bothering me, although it has been showing some. There's definitely kinks in that armor. You know, there definitely yeah, they are. But They uh, haven't played a playoff team yet. No. They don't do that till week nine. I told you that. They're going to be 8-0 yeah, and you're going to be aggravated, but they have played no one. Yeah, it's it's. I, I know, I know. Their schedule is really ridiculous, and the fact that – they're able to get this uh, is just kind of crazy. I mean, um, I think they play. I think they play the Giants next week, and then they got the Jets, Cleveland, and then they finally play Baltimore. Yeah. 
It's brutal. I mean, it, they have they yeah. have a stretch. I think I looked at it right, and I think there's a stretch. They have a four game stretch in the middle, where it's like Baltimore, Philly, Dallas, and I think Houston, and then Kansas City. So like five games, right? Right. And that five games will make it will decide it will determine exactly how good they are and what they're going to do out of those five games. That's the microcosm. Because after that, it's literally like the Dolphins and the Bengals and another team to end the season. You know what I mean? So, like, whatever they do in that five-game stretch yep. will determine the whole thing, whether they're going to, you know, home field or whatever. And if they're going to get losses, that's where it's going to have to come. It's going to have to be in that stretch right there. And how many of them, I don't know. But, like, that's what it comes down to, you know? There's no question. I mean, you know, like I said, I, I told you going in that they're, you know, they're going to be eight or nine and zero, and you, you got to just deal with it. They played no one in the beginning, you know. Very, very hard to deal with it though. It really is. Oh, it's tough. I know. I, I can't and I try, it. but it's, it's just, it's so aggravating. I mean, it really is. The fact that the team's in the Super Bowl and then you know here they are getting this kind of schedule, you know, it's ridiculous. They get every break in the world. In the Look at this for 15 years. They get every break in the world. It, it, it never stops. Yeah, yeah and uh, one last thing. Uh, it appears that there's more to the, uh, the the Brown saga. Have you heard? What, that they, they may be on the hook for the $9 million, the Patriots? Well, that's old news, yeah. I heard that. But now it seems like the league... They found some clothes or something that he, he, you know, you might be right. This guy may never be playing in the NFL again. This, this might, what did they might find out? They found some kind of clothes or something, and the NFL is stopping him now from playing in the NFL this year. Okay. He's definitely not playing, and uh, and it looks like they, it looks like he's burned a couple bridges now that might be irrevocable because now I think the league wants him out. So well, you gotta read that. Uh, you know, where you I gotta read that story. You gotta read that story when he was renting that condo in Florida, and somebody yeah, broke into that right? handgun and cash, and he threw all the furniture and all the all the stuff yeah. that wasn't his out the window, and he almost killed yeah. like people sitting by the pool. Yeah, I know. I mean, you had it told me that. These yeah, girls laying by the pool. It was insane. Like, dude, he was throwing like TVs and like. Like a lot, it wasn't. It, it wasn't like a forty-story building, but it was high enough. You right. know what I'm saying? He's throwing couches, yeah, chairs, TVs. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, I think he might have crossed the line where you know it may be very hard to turn back now. So I, you know, I, the talent obviously is certainly there, but um, you know, I, I don't know if uh, if this guy is going to be playing in the league. I, I, it, it might, maybe it's come to an end. We'll see. Be interesting to see how it shakes out. So, bottom line here, Washington Redskins, time to get off the schneid. We'll come back to you next week, and, and, and you know, we're going to know a lot more about this team. And Miami Dolphins got to get a win here, uh, or, or at least – no, they got to get a win here, or this is just going to be – this is just going to be awful. So, we'll see how that goes. That's our show this week, and uh, we'll see you next week. Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Thank you.